0: Yikes, uh, five on the floor, ride for my dogs. Wait, here's the thing, you can check the score. Hustle hard, couple scars, rain, bubble frogs. Just like Buck said, you in trouble, y'all. Kept the floor plan, got an all-bang. Y'all seen the block, Stop the one hand. And Pat, we trust, it's have the guts. we here to bring the heat, y'all can hang it up. Welcome to Five on the Floor, a daily insider show on the Miami Heat and the NBA, featuring Ethan Skolnick, Greg Silvander, and Alex Toledo, plus others from the Five Reasons Sports Network.
2: All right, welcome into Starting Nine here on the Five Reasons YouTube channel. I'm Ethan Skolnick. You can follow me at Ethan J. Skolnick and at Five Reasons Sports. Make sure you hit the like and subscribe button. Smash the like button as our friend Alex Dono says. He'll be on here later this afternoon. Sponsored as always, by quarter Also check out the latest five on the floor from last night. I did it with our guy, Timothy Bain from uh, a boys also was joined by Brady and Greg. So that is up. We went over everything from last night on the heat game. Uh, these episodes that I'm doing in the morning lately, these are not about me. They're about you. So we're going to take your questions as we go forward. We'll do about 20 minutes. So get them lined up. Manny Chang, our producer is going to handle them for you. We'll go back to some guest episodes next week, but pretty much through the playoffs uh, I'm going to make sure that I do a bunch of these just to interact with everybody. Also, check out our off the floor feed. You can find that on Five Reasons Sports Twitter. Um, and that is exclusive content. Usually we have somebody man it during the games, stuff that we're not putting on Twitter. Um, and also you get free con—you get contests. We just uh, gave away a couple of T-shirts last night on that feed. So that's our off-the-floor feed. We are sponsored by our friends over at prizepicks.com. Make sure you're using that code 5, F-I-V-E. That's the official fantasy partner of the Five Reasons Sports Network. prizepicks.com uh, is the easiest place to play. You put in $100, you get $100 matched if you use our bonus. I mean, that's free money, and uh, you don't have to play it all at once, so just give it a shot. You can play NBA with, uh, well, when the NFL season was going, with NFL, with MLB, with NHL, with MMA. They've got pretty much everything on there, so you can mix the sports up. You can mix the teams up. You can go two, three, four, five players. You can play flex play and power play, but it's all really easily explained on the app, and so uh, give it a shot today. I don't know. Put down $50, get your $50, and then play 20 Um, and we have shows here like Prize Picks on 5, that can tell you what to do. Our friend uh, David Friedman talked about sports last night. He projected Plumlee under, I think it was 19 and a half fantasy points. He didn't even get half of that. So uh, make sure you check that out, prizepicks.com, or just download the PrizePicks app and make sure you're using the code 5FIVE. All right, let's get to some questions here. The Miami Heat uh, enter uh, the, tonight with a two-and-a-half game lead in the Eastern Conference over three different teams. It's remarkable. It's remarkable that they've managed to win any games at all Uh, considering their adversity. If you compare it to the Lakers adversity and yes, if you have any Lakers stuff today, we will enjoy their demise here for a morning. uh, And then that's it. We're not going to do any more than that. ESPN will be doing it for the next year. Uh, Let's get to the questions here. What else we got throw them up here on the feed and we will get to it again. It's gonna be a real informal episode. Here we go from Luke. It seems like Vincent Struess and Martin have all had times where they played particularly well or particularly bad with this variety. How will the Heat prepare their rotations with regard to those three? Well, I'll start here. Max Struess is going to be a starter. Okay, so he's going to get some room here, uh, and he's earned it. Uh, After last night, not his strongest game, but he made a a three early in the game that I thought got the Heat out of their funk a little bit, and he tends to be doing that of late. Um, He's averaging 16 points as a starter. They've won every game since they put him in the starting lineup this latest time. Uh, He's not coming out anytime soon. He's certainly not coming out for Vic. I don't see him coming out for Gabe and I don't think he comes out for, for Duncan. And I definitely don't think he comes out for Tyler until the heat are in a desperate position. I think that's a card that Eric Spolstra may play. Uh, Caleb Martin has had his ups and downs. You're right of late, but I think most of that's been injury related he provides something for them that they don't really get from anybody else, which is athleticism in the front court beyond Bam. And so I feel like Caleb Martin is going to have uh, some some rope here. Gabe Vincent is the one I'm not quite as sure about. Um, they did win with him again as a starter last night. He's not been shooting the ball as well as he did earlier in the season. I talked to him about that up in Chicago. He, he called it kind of normal ebbs and flows of the year. Um, I think he's a little bit more variable. I, I feel like there could be times we could see Oladipo. Although what happened last night, I think is indicative that Vic is still on the outside of the rotation. He may get some minutes here in the last two games, particularly that game in Orlando. I think you'll see Vic play quite a bit. All right. What else we got, Manny? Uh, Alice and Mikey. Uh, Struce will start. I'm not even going to lie. Having Robinson come off the bench with hero. My goodness. Here's the crazy thing about this is that if you look at the numbers with hero and Robinson, the past couple of years with them playing together, they haven't been particularly good, but they've been really good during this stretch. And I've got a theory for it. Um, They're not, whether it's Quinn or Spolster, they're not putting them in together. They're putting Tyler in first to kind of get warm running the offense without Jimmy. Okay. This has been, I talked to Spolster about this in, in Chicago also, this is tactical, okay? This was one of the reasons for the lineup and rotation changes was to get Tyler some minutes out there where he was kind of running the show, uh, maybe sometimes with Kyle, who obviously wasn't there last night, uh, but without Jimmy, and to get him out there with Bam because the 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 numbers, the analytics on Hero and Bam are very, very good, okay? When I pointed that out to Spolster, he goes, I don't know. They just look like they play well together for me. Sometimes we overthink this stuff. Uh, but th- those those numbers are good, But then he's putting in Robinson a little bit later and then also leaving Robinson out there for when Jimmy comes back. And Brady pointed out something last night that I think is, is a huge thing. And he's going to have his own video about this on the site today or on, excuse me, on, uh, on YouTube. Five of Duncan Robinson's seven threes last night were assisted by Jimmy Butler. Why is that significant? Because basically what first thing that didn't tend to happen a lot, but also, It shows they're playing together. Okay, so Spolscher's put, or or Quinn is putting them out there together, but also there's just much less reliance now on the uh, Bam-Duncan Robinson dribble handoff. They're averaging like a third of the minutes together that they used to, and I think that's a good thing, not so much because of Duncan, but because Bam relies on Duncan, uh, and not only relies on him, but then like it, it seems like Bam's entire like purpose is to get Duncan open. That's not how this is supposed to work. Duncan's presence, his gravity, is supposed to create opportunities for Bam to be aggressive, and that really wasn't happening. Okay, Bam was leaning on the Duncan DHO as a crutch. Now he can't, and you're seeing more normal sort of pick and roll situations. Other things with the ball in Lowry's hands or with Jimmy just setting up uh, Duncan, you know, sort of drive and kick. I, that to me is a better approach, and it's going to force Bam uh, to be more aggressive on his own. All right, what else do we got here? Christopher Chen, do we see Victor Oladipo re-signing next season? He wanted to be in Miami, but he's looking for one last payday. I mean, everything is about market, okay? Uh, there's there's a couple factors involved. First, like, what is the interest going to be in him? The fact that he's shown some health means he probably can get more than the minimum somewhere else. It is, a, it is not... A particularly strong free agent class. Okay, I think that's going to be helpful to him. I I also think that a lot of it has to do with conversations he's had behind the scenes with I can tell you with Riley and others about his future. But who's still going to be here? I mean, that's the thing. Like, okay, let's assume if you're not getting Donovan Mitchell or you're not making the Bradley Beal trade. And by the way, I would I know it's going to be controversial. I would not trade Tyler Hero for Bradley Beal at this point. Donovan Mitchell is a different conversation, but I would not. There's a very small list of guys at this stage that I would trade Tyler Hero for, and I wouldn't be looking to do it. Okay, but regardless of what happens, you know, unless again, unless there's a major, major move there, Tyler's going to be here, right? Okay, Lowry's going to be here. He's got two years left on his contract, so you're already you got two guards. Okay, Duncan could be flipped for somebody else, but I don't know that that affects Oladipo that much. But you know, we'll see. But then Gabe Vincent's on a minimum deal. I mean, he's cheap. So, I mean, first thing, he's not going to command much in a trade because you can't stack his salary with somebody else really and do anything unless team really covets him and you're just attacked. You want to get rid of, say you want to get rid of Duncan Robinson. Sounds weird to say after the guy has seven threes, but let's say, so I don't think they're desperate to get rid of Duncan Robinson, but let's say you wanted to, and a team liked Gabe Vincent as a backup point guard or maybe a spot starter. Then maybe Gabe's contract has some value there, but most likely he's going to be here. So, It's hard to see really where the opening was. I mean, we were talking about Dragic, remember? And, uh, you know, I kept saying they want to give Gabe Benson an opportunity here. Well, if Goran wants to come back, too, then then you're adding somebody else to the mix, although I don't necessarily think that's guaranteed. So, again, with Vic, if you're looking at it, you're like, okay, where am I playing? Who am I playing with? And, And something that was said last night by Chris Quinn stuck out to me, that Vic's, you know, basically Vic played when they didn't have Jimmy. Like they see Vic's skill set as sort of somewhat similar to some of the things that Butler provides. And it just makes you wonder like, okay, where are the complimentary minutes going to come with with Butler when you've already got Hero playing gobbling up so many of those minutes of the two? So he may look around and just decide there's a better opportunity for him, but he's not getting a big payday this offseason. All right. What else we got? Morning. Morning, Holland. Uh, My question is, what is your opinion on Tyler running the point in the future and putting him at the two or acquiring another point guard? Uh, Tyler Hero is likely going to be their starting two guard next year. I I just think that's where this is trending. Um, He accepted the role this year. He's going to win sixth man of the year in a landslide. I think they want to continue to challenge him. They challenged him as a starter uh, in his second season. It was too soon. I think some of that had to do with only having like six weeks off in the offseason. And him never having played as much as he played to that point uh, as he did. I remember in college, what did he play 35 games and came in uh, and he played, you know, not just, I mean, it was a short and regular season, but then the entire bubble playoffs and not just that, but high leverage moments. I mean, NBA finals, you know, conference finals type moments. So they tried to give him the point guard role and he just wasn't ready. Um, I don't think he's going to be the point guard of this team because Kyle Lowry is going to be the point guard of this team. But I think, you're going to continue to see Tyler kind of move into more of a CJ McCollum type space where he's a starter. When Lowry goes out, he handles, he's doing a lot of that already. That's kind of what CJ did in Portland for seven years. Um, When Dame went out, CJ ran the offense. Okay. I, I, they didn't really have a lot of true point backup point guards. I, I think that's going to be the case here, but Tyler hero, the offense is trending towards him. You can see Jimmy letting go a little bit lately. That was a point of emphasis in some conversations behind the scenes. And, and the way he praised Tyler last night, they know, okay. They know that this is, regardless of whatever the knocks are against him, he's a special talent. I mean, he's, he has enormous skill. He does. I mean, whatever his measurable issues are, the short arms or not elite quickness. He is incredibly, incredibly skilled. And honestly, uh, this may come as blasphemous. He's the most skilled guard in my view. Okay. That, that they've had, uh, you can throw Jason Williams in there. Cause he was, sort of otherworldly as a passer but in terms of all around offensive skill he's the most skilled guard that they've had other than Dwayne Wade I mean that's 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 where it's at I mean Dwayne's skill level was next level which is why he was able to continue to compete even when his body started to fail him uh what else we got Manny we'll get to two more and then uh and the sponsor will come back from Luke it's become very clear that PJ Tucker has slowed down the production offensively and defensively how will this impact the team in his minutes They are still anticipating P.J. being a core part of the playoff rotation. I think that what happened last night um, was a blessing in disguise, honestly. Uh, I don't hear that the calf injury is particularly serious. Uh, We'll see. Um, Those things can be tricky. I think he fans have a little panic about calf injuries because of the Bosch blood clots, but that was more of a medical situation. I I think P.J. is going to be fine. And he gets like a week and a half to rest. I think against his better judgment, he needs it. And he will be back in the starting lineup. I do think, though, that they found a couple of things they think they can go to. One, Jimmy Butler at the four, whether or not he wants to say he's playing the four or not. He's been playing the four, just like LeBron used to play the four under Spo. And LeBron hated it, but the Heat's best lineups, I can tell you, during the Big Three era, their best lineups during their best period were not with Dwayne, uh, Bosch and LeBron playing together. For no additional charge. So learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Miami Heat today to get 10% off your first month. Again, that's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com slash Miami Heat.
0: Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or Mc Crispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it every time.
1: And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price.
0: Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.
2: They were with LeBron playing with four subs while playing the four. If you remember, he played with Chris Anderson. Shane Battier, who you could have called him a four, but it was three. It was an interchangeable LeBron was playing the four in most sets, uh, offensively at least. And then, and then you had uh Cole and and uh who's by the way, Norris is gonna be joining our network here in the next week. So be on the lookout for that. And Ray Allen, okay. That was LeBron's best lineups. And Spo and Quinn are doing something similar now. With uh with Jimmy Butler where they're putting him at the four, so I think that that will reduce some of the PJ minutes. Um, I think you could see Marquise Morris in spot minutes, but I think you're going to see more so Caleb Martin in spot minutes, and maybe even some down the stretch. There's a lot of trust in him defensively. Doesn't do everything that PJ does. He's not the screen setter, but Caleb making a couple of threes last night—that's major, okay? Because that is an outlet valve in their offense. PJ hasn't been making those lately. So PJ starts. PJ likely closes most games, but they've got other options. All right, um, let's get to Matthews here because he got the super chat. Thank you, Matthew. Appreciate it. With the way Tyler is playing, do you think they would entertain trading him for Mitchell? When we say they, who do we mean? <laughs> do I think Pat Riley would entertain trading him for Donovan Mitchell? I mean, that's kind of the thing that Pat Riley does, right? He trades the good player for the great player. Here's the only reason I think that there would be pause. Is Tyler becoming a great player? Because when they've made trade these, when Riley's made these trades before, Josh Richardson to get Jimmy Butler or uh, Lamar Odom and Karan Butler right to get um, to get Shaq, like okay, you're trading for the great player and you're trading good players. I mean, Lamar Odom was better than a good player. Karan was a very good player. Josh Richardson, at least in Miami, was a good player. But you 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 knew what the upgrade was. Are we entirely sure that Tyler Hero is a finished product at 22 with the jump that we've seen this year? So is that just a good player, or are we looking at a potentially great player? And if that's the case, even at his contract going to go up, it's still going to be cheaper than Mitchell's. And are there concerns about Don? Look, I love Donovan Mitchell, okay? If they didn't draft BAM, at the time, I wanted Donovan Mitchell to slip to the heat. I loved him in college. But, I mean, the reality is, He's played great in the playoffs, okay? His team's flamed out. He passes twice a game to Rudy Gobert, whatever you think of Rudy. I don't know. I mean, I, I to me, you do make the deal, but I think really long and hard about it, and I think there would be others in the Heat organization who would think long and hard about it too. At this point, Bradley Beal, they've had a fascination with Bradley Beal for a long time, but Bradley Beal got in the league when he was 18 years old. I mean, he's done very little winning, but he's done a lot of playing. I, I don't know. I, I, at this point I would keep Tyler. Um, let's go to other comments here. Uh, let's go Manny one more here and then we'll go to Holland. Can not we just enjoy Tyler? He's the reason many are watching. He's going in anticipation of his development. Yes, uh, we could, we should, um, you know how, that's not how this works. Everybody's on the trade machine. Um, it's transaction theater and I get it. It drives our numbers too, but, you know, and look, last offseason, I'll own up to it. Like I was told not just by people outside the organization, but people inside the organization, there was a 75% chance of Tyler getting traded. And I reported that they were, they were looking, I'm mean, there's no question about it. They were looking, but you got to give Tyler credit. He has done everything they wanted him to do. And the biggest thing was to get in the gym. And I don't mean like playing basketball. I mean, physically get stronger. He did it. That was their big issue with him the last year. It wasn't about, Instagram models or any of that. It, that's not what their problem was. Their problem was they wanted him to put in the work in the weight room. He has. And so, yeah, I mean, I, if Bam and Tyler Hero are your cornerstone pieces for the next five to 10 years, like, should you feel comfortable with that? I would. Um, I right, let's, uh, let's, before we get to one more comment, let's get to our sponsor here. Then we'll take five more here before we go. I do want to make sure I mention: you break wheel fix. You can find them at you break, wheelfix.com that's the u just the letter u uh you break wheel fix they do everything for you they do and you find them on instagram at you break wheel fix or again at you break wheel 305-748-0112 if you mention us to our friends over there at you break mark and everybody else you'll get a discount they do everything they do the refinishing the polishing they got the fancy colors for you okay you want the old vice colors you can get those i don't know what to make of the mashup colors. Uh, but to each their own, make sure you check out ubreakwheelfix.com. Also, if you're a dolphin fan, better to be a dolphin fan these days than it used to be. Uh, they could do the aqua for you. You're a Panther fan. That well, they I mean, you know, I mean, you'll fall behind on your way. I'm gonna tell a stupid joke. You fall behind on your way there, but they'll catch you up. Uh, you can get the red and all the rest, of, they'll do everything for you. Okay, they got all kinds of custom colors for you, they do a great job. they also give you a loaner car. Uh, in most cases, if you need one. I've sent some friends down there. They've had a great experience. They're in North Miami, okay, in the Miami Shores area, uh, off 144th and Biscayne. They're actually going to be moving to an even bigger facility soon. We'll give you an update on that. But check them out at ubreakwheelfix.com. All right, Manny, let's line up five more here. We'll go to five more, try to finish this one up, and I'm going to try to do these uh, more regularly here. All right, Jen Soto, would you trade Butler for Mitchell, not whether the Heat would do it, but would you be willing to trade Butler before a hero uh, timeline wise? Yes. <laughs> uh, but you're right. They're not doing that. And I also uh, just fit on this team. So what are we doing here? Bam hero and Mitchell. I mean, who's, I mean, are you playing hero at point or who's guarding the three? I, I, I don't, I don't think just for the construction of this team, are you telling me Would I rather have Donovan Mitchell's next, four to five years as opposed to Jimmy Butler's yes but here's the other thing about this the people aren't realizing with Jimmy the only reason that the Heat are back where they are is because Jimmy Butler wanted to come to Miami don't kid yourself they've done some great things obviously with the drafting of Bam and Hero uh where they got them 13 and 14 or 14 and 13 and obviously you know a lot of their signings uh in terms of you know two-way contracts like a uh, Caleb Martin or Shrews or Vincent or Deadman or any of the other things that they've done, okay, or the Lowry signing. But make no mistake, the Heat are back in relevance because Jimmy Butler wanted to be a member of the Miami Heat. It's just that simple. They were waiting for somebody. Pat has said it. They were waiting for somebody to want to come. They went through a dry period there. Partly they're making because the contracts they gave out in 16 and 17 took him out of the room with some people, but he wanted to be here. I I think it's a a public relations nightmare if you trade that guy unless unless he's creating complete chaos in your organization and he's not. Have there been problems this year? Yes, but not to the level of trading him. So, no, I don't. I I think you got to look at the human side of this, too. Okay, the Heat are not Daryl Morey. They don't just throw numbers up on a board and just decide and then see how it fits. That's not that's not the way that they do things. All right. Four more here, Manny. What we got It's final four. uh management mentioned the part of the true starting decision was that personality mesh better did, did Duncan struggle to connect with the other starters in general um it's a good question we've talked about this on five on the floor if you look at their roster okay just look personality wise right and the way that they conduct themselves project themselves Jimmy Butler is an alpha right like he's probably he's maybe the NBA's ultimate alpha okay <laughs> right Kyle Lowry is an alpha personality I mean, that's, that's why people, that's why Jimmy's attracted to him as a friend. Okay. And that's, he's an alpha personality. Their role guys are alpha personality. PJ Tucker is an alpha personality. He may be a role player, but he's an alpha personality, right? Even their young role guys, Max Schroes goes on the floor and what's the first thing he does. He takes a shot. Like he, he literally, I mean, he is an alpha personality. He fits. Okay. With them. Gabe Vincent has that kind of bulldog in him. Uh Caleb Martin, I mean, to do what he's done, he is an alpha personality. I mean, the game he had against Milwaukee. So you see what I'm doing here? There are two guys on the team that aren't outright alphas. And there's a reason that they kept kind of getting grouped together, which is Bam and Duncan. And there's obviously, there's a friendship there. There's a, uh, there's a connection on the court, but it just wasn't working. Okay. And I think part of the reason it wasn't working was Bam, as I said earlier, was leaning on Duncan or trying to create opportunities for Duncan. Um, it doesn't mean that guys don't like each other. It's just that there are certain personality fits that work better. Um, and I just think Max Shrews with Jimmy Butler is a better personality fit than Duncan Robinson was. So I, and I, I, But I also think uh, it really stuck out with the, the, the connectivity with Lowry. I, we've talked about that on Five on the Floor. It just didn't feel like Lowry and Robinson were a connected backcourt. Um, it feels more like it when Lowry's out there with Hero, when Lowry's out there with Struess, when Lowry's out there with Vincent. Um, but it doesn't mean Duncan can't have an important role, as we saw last night. And, and I think when Duncan starts to get his confidence rolling, but that's the thing. Max Struess doesn't really need his confidence rolling. It's there. With Duncan, it's a little bit more work, it seems like. All right, let's let's uh, let's get to three more questions here. we got a bunch of them coming in. In a close playoff game, who is our closer? <laughs> well um i don't think it's about one closer i think it's about the actions that they run okay so in a close playoff game here's what i don't want to see jimmy isos okay uh step back jumpers we're not going to see a lot of bam duncan dho because i don't think duncan's going to be on the court uh to me i want to see one of two things okay either the ball in Kyle Lowry's hands and you're running bam, Kyle pick and roll, and you're playing off of that. Jimmy, maybe in the dunker spot. Okay. Or as a cutter, uh, hero spotting up because we've seen the three point shooting elevate so much lately. That's one option. The other option is the ball in, in, in Tyler's hands to do some creation. Okay. Maybe it's screen roll. Uh, maybe it's drive, kick, maybe whatever it is. Okay. Uh, that's what I want to see. I I, I think Jimmy can be a facilitator. I think Jimmy's, as he talked about bully ball last night, I think there are certain teams he can do that against, and there are certain teams he can't. He can't do it against Milwaukee consistently. All right, we have seen that now. Uh, So I don't want to see it against Milwaukee. I want to see Kyle, uh, I want to see Tyler, uh, you know, Tyler basically uh, taking advantage of their drop, okay? Against Boston, uh, we know how their wings play. We, we t- they can give uh, Tyler a little bit of trouble with some length. I want to see a little bit more Kyle uh, pick and roll. So what I'm getting to is I think it's a little bit matchup dependent. I think it's who you have going. I don't think it's one closer. I think, Kyle, I think Tyler Hero or Kyle Lowry should be taking the majority of the shots late. It doesn't mean that Jimmy can't be a creator. It doesn't mean that Bam can't be a creator. But I, I think that's where this thing needs to trend. Um, all right, two more here. Let's get to them. Who do you think will have a higher peak hero or bam? Uh bam. Uh but I, it's up to him. <laughs> because if you put Tyler Hero's attitude into BAM out of bio, you might have a top three player in the NBA. I mean, I literally I just smelled the two of them. We used to talk during the big three, not the sorry, the pre big three era about Timmy and Zoe that like sometimes they, they each needed a little bit more of what the other had from a personality standpoint and a playing standpoint. I feel like that we, with Hero and Bam. T- Tyler doesn't have Bam's physical attributes, okay? Um, they both have tremendous work ethic. I, that's the, the – I mean, and again, I'm talking about the basketball side of it. Tyler just picked up on the physical side of it recently. But they, they both have that work ethic. But But Bam – his upside is higher provided that uh that that he just he gets the alpha thing at some point and you know maybe Jimmy has to not be here for that to happen. All right, last one here, let's go to it. Which heat player is most likely to score 40 this postseason? Tyler. Tyler. Kyle won't take enough shots to do it. Uh, I don't think they're gonna need Jimmy to do it like they did against the Lakers and uh bam, if that happens, championship okay because <laughs> they're waiting for a game like that all right thanks to everybody for asking questions i'm going to try to come back here and do this again tomorrow we'll see uh also check out our youtube channel uh well you're on our youtube channel make sure you hit the subscribe button check out five on the floor subscribe to our off the floor feed Prizepicks.com. use the code five and of course our friends over you break we'll fix i took manny long i'm sorry manny thanks for reducing have a good day everybody